0: The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. We get started. We are sitting here with Sierra Padva. I'm saying we because Mrs. Brandon is here with me too. Hello. Um, And Sierra is my energy worker, hypnotherapist, Reiki master, uh,
1: do I get to call you friend at this point? Yes. Okay, friends too. I like that. Friend too. Yeah. Absolutely. Upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and uh, Sierra helps me in so many ways that I never knew would be possible, um, especially when it comes to energy work and um, first being introduced to Reiki. And um, I'm hooked and I, I can't get enough because every time I come to see you, Sierra, it's just like everything gets put back in line and I'm floating on air and I feel like I've opened my consciousness to new possibilities every single time
1: it is good stuff yeah yeah I really and enjoy it
0: now I, I kind of go for the spiritual side of things you know when I first started seeing you it was more for getting closure of my mother passing and mm-hmm. kind of opening up my my spiritual side um, there but a lot of people come to you for other things too. What what else would you your services be used for?
1: You know, there's such a huge variety, and I kind of break it down into uh, behaviors, and then more of what I would call like emotional or thought processes. So people come because they want to stop drinking, stop smoking, stop biting their nails. Um, I see children sometimes where the parents are concerned about bedwetting or you know, like kind of avoidance behavior. And so hypnotherapy in particular is really helpful with some of the behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fun because it's more quantifiable to see how effective it is. You know, there are people are like, I drink too much, I want to stop drinking. And within a week and a half, it's like, oh, I used to have four beers, but now I have one. Yeah. And it feels easy. So it, it's fun because they can really see that progression. The results are right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other people that I see are, they come in for less tangible um you know, I don't know what my life's purpose is. I feel anxious all the time. Um, I don't think this is depression, but for some reason, I don't have motivation. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to say that I have favorites, but I really love working almost more with that because in my mind, like that adds so much to quality of life. you know, when people mm-hmm. aren't just feeling like they're swimming through muck all the time. Um, And they get that clarity and that energy and that feeling of like I know why I'm here and What I'm doing and I can go out into the world and feel pretty happy and confident about it. Like that's amazing Yeah, yeah,
0: I definitely fall in that category Uh I know that every time I come to see you there's always something some drama or you know self-inflicted wound that I've, I've given myself to you know spin myself out of control into some sort of depression and Walking away, I feel like I have some more purpose um, and and direction. And you always give me homework, which I always look forward to. It's always homework. <laughs> um, and so I feel like that could be a relatable feeling feeling for a lot of people that they can just be get get so caught up and confused, and that it's not quite depression. It's not like I want to go and get pills for everything. Yeah. I want answers to, or maybe just some direction to flow a little better in life.
1: Well, the other thing that comes up a lot, too, is people will come in, um, and they're just beginning to almost challenge or rebel against the idea that their whole life needs to be suffering. Mm -hmm. You know, for a while, we accept that. Like, well, so it's really hard now, but if I work hard enough, if I try hard enough, whatever your story is, right? If I I do enough to be enough, this will change. Um... But when we're in a story about suffering, then no matter what we do, we just find more suffering, you know, that That if that's kind of the idea is that life is hard and, you know, like that mentality of scarcity, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's not enough to go around for me to actually be happy. Something will always have to be, um, in the way of that, something will always have to be in the way of me being fully present. I don't mean happy in like an artificial way, but like a, a contentment, yeah. like being content with yourself. Um, and so, what you're talking about is really, um, like I said, one of my favorite things to do because just by nature, I mean we're designed to be here, mm-hmm. you know. And and I was just talking with another client about this week um, earlier this week. But I'm starting to laugh a lot about all the advanced technology that they're using to measure like our own human bodies because our own human bodies are actually the most advanced technology that we need. And mm. we just are getting all this external validation that we're actually pretty super amazing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's
0: like the, the map of the human brain that they're coming up with. And it's, like, it's almost like they're cavemen drawings of a very intricate beautiful system that you can't even describe in detail.
1: You can't. And this whole idea that now there are finally tools sensitive enough to measure, um, the electromagnetic field of the heart. You know, people have been painting and describing that and talking about, you know, when you're in love, you're in someone's heart. That language has been around for You know, as long as we have. And now they're measuring it and saying, yes, indeed, there are electromagnetic impulses. We know that because when something goes wrong with your heart and you need a pacemaker, like, what does it do? It replaces, you know, like there's an electrical impulse that it replaces. Like, we have one naturally. And when you meet people that you're really comfortable with, it's because that impulse is in harmony, right? Like, it generates more energy. There's, like, a harmonious energy, harmonious impulse between you. And when you meet people that you are almost automatically, like... Oh, yeah. There's a distaste. You know, you know that either like they're off or you're just not harmonious. Mm -hmm. And then either way can be true. You know, you don't have to decide right away. Just like, oh, that's not like a safe energy for me to be around. Mm -hmm. That was like a long way of saying I'm laughing that we're now measuring it. Mean like breaking news. <laughs> you
2: know, it's sort of like the black hole picture. Thank you. Breaking news. This is what they actually look like, which is exactly what we've been drawing for years. Yes.
1: Yeah, that was yeah cool. I was actually we needed validation. I was going to bring that up. I'm so glad that you <laughs> did
2: because it made me laugh. Just it was, hard. It was a little
0: underwhelming, wasn't it? It, it was.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. In fact, actually, NASA posted an even better picture of it because they did. They took the original picture. And you could see the middle of it, and they showed you what they have been looking at. And then finally, they see the little hole pop up, and they got all excited, so you could see it, like, in the distance. Mm -hmm. Which, so they just zoom in on this orange glowing ring, and we're all like, "Uh, okay. Yeah. But the NASA picture being zoomed out gave it such a better perspective of, like, whoa, now I see why they were so excited. Right. NASA did it right mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's exactly that. It's that mm-hmm. we have all these things that we've known on some level or another for a long time, and finally, are developing technology to go. Oh, this thing that we knew, we're going valid- to validate. We're going to validate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not entirely yeah. sure why I brought that up, other than I, I think I was just kind of saying we're all designed to be here for a reason, mm-hmm. and as long as we know that then it can just be like a playground for finding the reason it doesn't have we don't have to be afraid of what's going to happen or why are we here it's more like why am i here and how do i get to explore this life to find out
0: yeah and i think that the the science validating what we already knew about the internal workings kind of um helps your your case when it comes to skeptics at least you yeah. know because i feel like there's a lot of people that say this is all mumbo jumbo absolutely and there's a time and a place for that but there's also there's there's proof in the pudding now you know and yeah. i think that there's there's something that, that'll back it up in a more um less uh less fairy tales and, and yes you know and Mysticism.
1: It, it does make it kind of exciting. Like it is nice to have that validation. But on the other hand, like I said, I'm kind of laughing because <laughs> if we all tuned in to our own, for lack of a better word, technology, mm-hmm. we don't need external you know,
2: input. <laughs> right. We do need help from each other and we need assistance. You want to talk about not being like trying to tune into my own system and then being told I'm doing everything wrong. By who? By medical professionals. Oh. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, I was just trying to listen to my body. Yeah. And now I'm living a happier life. Imagine. Huh. Well, and... Who would
1: thunk? I have, like, this love-confusion relationship with the medical profession. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom would not be alive today if it weren't for Western Medicine. So, like, I love, I love surgery. I love chemotherapy for those reasons, right? I'm like, of you course. are beautiful. But I don't love when that then, like the extreme um, intervention, mm-hmm. is applied to health and well-being. Yeah. Like Western medicine doesn't have a lot of room for health. Right. And <laughs> you know, it's great when it comes to illness or yeah. accident or injury. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, they'll Amazing. tell you.
2: Doctors will even tell you, we're not here to make you healthy, mm-hmm. we're here to help you. Yeah. yeah. The, why do they want you all to be healthy anyway? <laughs> there's, no, there's no money that yeah, exactly <laughs> so yeah I, I,
1: I completely agree that yeah. I mean we're much harder to manipulate when we're in tune with our own energetic systems or much yeah. harder to um, you know it's harder to use fear when you're aware that it's a tactic when you're aware yeah. that it doesn't apply to you in certain ways When you learn about
2: fear-mongering, it's like you start to see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. And in, in like, microaggressions, like little things, it it, it turns me off to the point where I'll call something out, like, mm, fear-mongering, (laughs) fear-mongering, (laughs) fear-mongering.
0: Fake news, Illuminati.
2: Right? (laughs) Yes. This is all, politics are all fear-mongering. Well. news, most of it's, a lot of the news is fear-mongering.
1: Well, And you think about just the levels that that goes to, you know, I taught like preschool and kindergarten for a long time and parents would be really worried, and I can get it from like the loving perspective, they'd be really worried if they came to pick up their kid and they had a scrape or a bruise, what happened? Right. Well, they fell, you know, and the great news is that their body is designed to heal, so... So what happened is that they were playing and they, they fell and they learned something from that or they didn't, you know, like their bodies are still working on time and space when they're tiny people. Right. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of input. They don't know where they are all the time. No,
2: things weren't clear till I was at least 25. Yeah. For real. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. But even just that idea that to like to have a bruise or a bump is, is is so abnormal. Like what happened? How come they weren't safe? Well they are still safe. Like their body's mm-hmm. totally capable of healing and and they got to learn something. You know, they yeah. got to see whether or not they could really do the monkey bars or whether or not like you know, running full force towards the wall was a great idea. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> and so it's just it's just that kind of whole idea that uh, where we keep our base level fear Mm-hmm. Is is to in my mind it's a it's a little bit um, ridiculous mm-hmm. because it prevents us from experiencing you know growing change exactly. like fear is a beautiful tool but we're not supposed to avoid it at all costs you yeah, know? right Definitely. right not avoid pain and
2: fear no matter what right because it's what makes you it's what challenges you to get past and grow stronger. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know I'm not the first person to say this, and now I cannot remember. I believe, I know he's a Buddhist monk, but I can't remember his name. But his whole, his whole premise is how to make fear your friend. Yeah, which is essentially like fear is an ally. It's there to tell you um, when something's coming up that you need to be really aware of. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean avoid, you know, like Like normal life situations. Yeah, it doesn't like completely avoid, run away. You know, don't acknowledge. This is just hey, maybe you know, send out some antennas, have a little more awareness around this and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of fear of a friend because really, I mean, fear is trying to protect us, right? The things mm-hmm. that we're scared of yeah. is trying to say, this might be a, like a bit much for you, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. This might, this might cause you some challenges. Mm-hmm. And when we can look at it that way, like, hey, thanks, buddy. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate that you gave me a heads up. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I think it's also a reminder that we're also capable of getting through those those challenges too so much yeah
1: like so capable mm-hmm. and um this is like just me like i'm starting to wander but i've actually been having a great time working with a, a personal trainer lately oh, wow. and part of what comes up for me is she has me do things that i'm so uncomfortable with and mm-hmm. i realize that in my body i'm still holding on to things and these things might be decades old at this point mm-hmm. and even just moving your body in certain ways will release this wave of like I'm so uncomfortable right now and I don't mean like it's strenuous uncomfortable I mean like I'm emotionally uncomfortable I feel really weird I feel really vulnerable right now and she's like I love her and I can't stand what she says because she's all good I'm like I'm "I'm so uncomfortable good you know she's like breathe yeah what is actually happening to you right now I'm like nothing but in my head all the things I'm pretty sure, sure I'm being chased by dragons you <laughs> know in my head like this is traumatic yeah. and what's really happening is I'm standing here making an uncomfortable movement yeah. um, but I love how like it'll impact the physical body too you know mm-hmm. it's
2: pretty cool
0: I think that it's been a testament to how important just physical activity is in personal well-being <laughs> you know it's good to to center yourself and make sure your chakras are all lined up and you know the light's flowing through you but You also need to keep the temple, you know, moving at least, because otherwise it's just dead
2: cells. Sweep it out. Yeah. Yeah. Sweep off the muscles, dust off the rest.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, it was interesting. When I finally started exercising in and working out, like, you know, got, like, your earbuds in, your bite, you know, in your own little world from it, and the images that would come up were almost exactly what you're talking about. Just, like, this huge shed. I was, like, watching... Huge just pieces of ideas or beliefs about mm-hmm. myself. And I was like, oh, I can do that. Oh. All right. Well, that takes care of that whole section.
2: It's gone. You know, this whole section. <laughs> of if, if if emotions are energy and energy and you don't expel them in some way or another, they have to go get, they have to, it has to get stored somewhere, right?
1: Yeah. And so. that is, it's interesting because I've been doing this now full time for maybe five years, five or six years now. And I didn't see that coming. I didn't take like preemptive measures to take care of myself, and yeah. so I think I've just been absorbing energy for years too, and finally in the last year or so, I was like, it's not enough to just say, be gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right?
2: <laughs> we, we've got to put some action into that. So yeah. it's like standing in the mirror going, be skinny. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a little more to it. <laughs> it was
1: like even just getting rid of the energy, it's just yeah. it feels great. It's just mm-hmm. like, no, really, you have to burn that out somewhere, you have to expel yeah. that somehow. And so, whatever that looks like, as I wander around some more, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember you were saying, I think it was the last time we met, that uh, you know, speaking of outside influences, that you actually worked with a client, um and use hypotherapy to help with screen addiction, right? Oh, yeah. And how is have you gotten any updates or follow-ups with that?
1: I did. I actually just spoke with her last week, and she's like, so speaking of that, um, I have a completely different relationship with my phone. She's like, you didn't even tell me to do this, but I went and just deleted all the apps that were sucking at my time. Oh. And she... There are a couple of little tricks, like use your phone in your non-dominant hand so it's harder. It's not, it's not so natural. And then don't do the thumb or the whatever recognition, whatever level phone you're on. Make sure that you have to work at it a little bit so that you're asking yourself, like, is this information I really need? Like, do I need to check this voicemail, check this email? Or am I just, you know, yeah. looking like... Scrolling through social media or looking for cat videos. Going
0: into automation, guilty of all of those things. I mean, we all got yeah. a YouTube hole. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but not to to create those obstacles so that you don't get access to it. Just as quick as a
1: And she said it worked phenomenally. Like wow. she's, she feels like her phone is now what she wants it to be. It's a tool, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, music, contact with my clients, and it's a phone. It's no longer this. Way. Appendix, Exten- yeah, extension
0: yeah. of you, yeah. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, it was pretty fun.
0: Um, I had another question I was going
1: to ask, but I forgot. It'll come back around again. Will. And we were talking a little bit about doing a session with you yes. today, which, if you think of your question while I'm describing it, let's ask. Okay. But other than that, we can talk a little bit about what this will look like.
0: Yeah, since we've we've been talking about what you do, I don't want to give an example of what you actually do. I'd love um, to. So. Um, Is there anything that we need to know going into it for the listener? Yes.
1: Okay. Especially, I'm going to be doing a combination of intuitive work and hypnotherapy, so if you are driving, responsible for small children, operating heavy machinery, wait, don't listen to, like, from this point on, just pause and pick it back up again when you have time and space. I'm not saying that you'll necessarily go into a hypnotic state, but the potential is there. So it's like, as a disclaimer... (laughs) Don't be doing any of those things and listening to this at the same time. Also, if by any chance you are epileptic or have schizophrenia, stop. Hypnotherapy is only to be used in very specific instances. And since I don't know who may be listening, you know, once again, just disclaimer stop here. We'll pick you back up again in a little bit.
0: <laughs> so, at that note, um, if somebody wanted to get hypnotherapy, what is the process of, of finding out if you're not a candidate for that type of process?
1: The only two things that I do for hypnotherapy, for intuitive work, it's a little bit different, but for hypnotherapy, you cannot be diagnosed with schizophrenia or epilepsy. Okay. That's really it. Those are the only two caveats. Got it. Yeah, everything else we can work with. Um, and, you know, it doesn't need to be in person. It's great when it is. But I have plenty of phone clients from all over, Skype, FaceTime, whatever works. Um, but in terms of like absolutely avoid mm-hmm. epilepsy and schizophrenia. Got okay. it. Yeah.
0: Um, so what are we going to do? You said uh, intuitive and hypotherapy. Um, so what what should I do? Should so
1: what you're going to do is there's a little tiny lever on the right side of your chair, that little black. All right, go up a little bit there. You're going to pull that up and you're just going to begin to lean back. Go back as far as you want to. If you're too far in the corner, we'll pull the chair out a little bit. This is good. You're good? Okay. And you're just going to begin to connect with your breathing. You allow that inhale to expand just a little bit. And as you expand into that inhale, you're looking for any areas of resistance, whether they're physical, mental, emotional. And as you exhale... You're asking your exhale to release any stress or tension that is willing to go. There's no need to force. Inhale to expand. Exhale to release. And as we're bringing him into the hypnotic state, some of the things that we're looking for changes in breathing. There are some tiny twitches happening in the feet or the fingers that let you know that his conscious mind is beginning to slow down. So just be easy, quiet, and comfortable, allowing those eyes just to stay closed, Do not try to push any thoughts out of the mind as they will only go deeper, which we do not want. Instead of pushing any thoughts out of the mind, simply allow these thoughts to move through the mind And these thoughts will begin to slow down, all on their own. And when you notice that the thoughts are just beginning to slow down, please quietly say yes. Yes. And as you continue, just to be aware of these thoughts, these thoughts will continue to slow down and your mind will become even more clear. And when you notice that your mind has become even more clear Please quietly say yes. Yes. Is your mind now quiet, very quiet, or somewhere in between?
0: Somewhere in between.
1: You can even watch any thoughts just drift across your mind if you would like. Much as you might watch a cloud just drift across the sky and as you continue, just to be aware of these thoughts, these thoughts will continue to slow down and your mind will become even more clear When you notice that your mind is becoming even more clear, please quietly say yes. Yes. Easily and gently, place your awareness, your attention to the very front of your head. Easily and gently, place your awareness, your attention, to the right side of your head. Easily and gently, place your awareness, your attention, to the very back of your head. Easily and gently place your awareness, your attention to the left side of your head. Easily and gently place your awareness, your attention to the very center of your head. Now slowly move your awareness all the way around inside your head. Somewhere inside your head is quieter and has fewer thoughts than any other area. Somewhere inside your head is more peaceful than any other area. Please find that place and quietly say yes. Yes. There's absolutely nothing you have to do or not do. You do not have to try to relax. You do not have to try to keep your mind clear. You do not even have to try to listen to me. The instructions about to be given are for your mind, your inner mind, your inner wisdom. Simply allow your mind to naturally, automatically respond to these words. Allow your mind to connect with its own infinite intuitive nature. allowing both the left and right hemispheres of the brain to balance. Throwing off any negative or foreign matter from the energy field around the body and dissolving it away completely. Scanning the entire system for any negative, blocked, low frequency or depressed energy. Allowing the flow of vital energy to dissolve that away completely And when that's completely taken care of, say yes. Yes. Create a bubble of white light. Radiate that light around you. White light flowing around you and through you. White light, white light, white. Light. Intuitive architect. Please take him to the deepest level necessary to accomplish all of his purposes for being here. Would you like to go to a deeper level? Just say yes or no, whatever comes first. Yes. How many levels deeper would you like to go? Just say the first number that comes to mind. Seven. Please take him seven levels deeper. And when you have, please say yes. Yes. Is he at the deepest level necessary? Yes or no? Yes. Good. We all have an intuitive nature, an intuitive being that is constantly organizing and reorganizing all of our thoughts, beliefs, values, and experiences in accordance with our nature, purpose, and obstacles. We have our own intuitive architect who is constantly working to attain and maintain the realities that we believe we deserve. Intuitive architect, please scan his entire system. How many things need to be done or undone for him to be in balance? in the most comfortable way. Three. Please do all that needs to be done or undone to take care of the first thing, completely and permanently, in the most comfortable and efficient way. And when you have, please say yes. Is this completely taken care of, yes or no? Yes. Please do or undo all that needs to be done or undone to take care of the second thing completely and permanently in the most comfortable and efficient way. And when it's completely taken care of, please say yes. Yes. Now is this completely taken care of or is there more to do? You can just say done or more. Please do all that needs to be done or undone to take care of the third thing completely and permanently on every level of his being, allowing optimal balance in all aspects. And when this is completely taken care of, please say yes. Is this completely taken care of, yes or no? No. Please rearrange beliefs and values on every level of his being, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and in all times, the past, present, and future, and do all else that needs to be done or undone to take care of the remainder of this thing. And when you have, please say yes. Yes. Is this completely taken care of? Please scan the entire system for any hidden or unseen obstacles related to balance. How many are there? Just say the very first number that comes to mind. Two. Intuitive architect, bring him to the place of deepest wisdom, and when you have, say yes. Yes. Do all that needs to be done or undone to take care of that first thing, completely and permanently, and in the most comfortable and efficient way. And when you have, please say, yes. Yes. Is this completely taken care of? Yes. Do all that needs to be done or undone to take care of the second thing completely and permanently. In the most comfortable and efficient way, allowing him to be restored to balance in all optimal and vital ways possible. And when you have, please say yes. Yes. Is this completely taken care of? Yes or no? Yes. Intuitive architect, how many things are there that he needs to know related to his purposes for being here? Just say the first number that comes to mind. Three. Is he at the place of deepest wisdom, yes or no?
0: Yes.
1: Intuitive architect, please turn yourself around so that he will be most receptive to you. Please bring this first piece of information to his conscious awareness so he can know, see, and understand how to use this in his daily life. And when you have, please say yes. Yes. Do you understand this information and know how to use it in your daily life, yes or no? Yes. Please bring this second piece of information to his conscious awareness so he can know, see and understand how to use it in his daily life. And when you have, please say yes. Does he understand this information and know how to use it? Yes or no? Yes. Please bring the third piece of information to his conscious awareness so he can know and see and understand how to use it in his daily life. And when you have, please say yes. Please scan the entire system, allowing all beliefs and values, thoughts, energies and experiences to be rearranged, most supportive. So you can always be completely successful in all situations and circumstances in his life, including times of extreme stress. And when you have, please say yes. Yes. Once again, create a bubble of white light And radiate that light around you. White light flowing around you and through you. White light. White light. White. and when you are ready please balance the entire system mind, body, emotions and spirit and when you're ready slowly come all the way back out all the way back out with full physical energies returning and integrating completely. Coming all the way back out, beginning to stretch and move your body in any way you need to. All the way back out with eyes slowly opening, back out, feeling refreshed and renewed, and revitalized. Well, hello. Oh, <laughs> wow. Whew. So this is where I get to ask what happened for you.
0: Oh, I went for a ride. That's for sure. Yeah. I normally take a, I don't normally take a back seat. And that time I did. Uh-huh. I don't and it's almost like a roller coaster and an elevator combined. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything like profoundly visual, but it was almost like I could just see a lot of processing happening. Mm-hmm. But Not like in an overly analytical way, just kind of like a um, clearing house kind of way. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think that we even, if it's okay if I share the last time that you were here for a session, I think that we even had a conversation about you observing your own mind making new connections. Like you went into the mind field And watched your own mind create these new connections, new ways of communicating with itself. Yeah. Um, And so, one of the reasons that I love hypnotherapy and that I love doing it, like with some intuitive, so it doesn't necessarily feel or maybe look intuitive if you've had intuitive work with me before, but I'm watching your energy system flow and that's what's directing the questions. Mm. You know, so they're not like scripted and I'm just well this is what's next I'm watching the energy flow in the body and seeing where it gets stuck or where it gets confused and then asking a question to dislodge that mm-hmm. that clump um,
0: I can feel that moving mm-hmm. um, like I don't know if it's you or just the direction because you know. I, I honestly don't know how much you're actually getting into my mind
1: mm-hmm. um, it's, I'm getting to watch it with you okay but the, once again, the other reason I'm really loving hypnotherapy right now is because when I used to do intuitive work, I was doing the work and people were receiving benefits, but then there'd be some backslide mm-hmm. because they hadn't made the changes. And with hypnotherapy, you're making the changes. You are giving permission for these changes to be permanent Yeah. rather than having someone else say, it would look so much better if we... <laughs> we yeah. moved some things around, and we got rid of it. But if if the belief isn't gone, then it will slowly revert, mm-hmm. right back to that same state. Mm-hmm. We're changing, like your whole mental belief value. I don't even know how to describe it. Your entire energetic system, mm-hmm. but only with your permission. So that's why it can be permanent.
0: It's almost like you're the personal trainer. Right. I get into that uncomfortable zone, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, it's okay.
1: Yeah. I will hold all the space. Yeah. You know, you'll know that you're safe. You'll know that somebody's at the end of the rope if you need to give a a hey. Mm-hmm. But it does allow, it allows people to dive much deeper into their subconscious mind. Um, and the other way that I really always thought about this is um you know, one of the reasons that I kind of love the the wording of energetic architecture is because most of us tend to get really comfortable with what's familiar. You know, you'll look at people, um, they gravitate towards lives like they had growing up, towards houses, towards furnishing, towards colors, towards relationships, right? There's just this theme of what is familiar. Mm-hmm. And when something is overly familiar, we don't stop always to ask ourselves whether it fits us properly, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether we're really comfortable there, or it just becomes so. Um, Almost like omnipresent, like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That we, we don't have opportunities to think about what would my life be like if I didn't believe this. Right. If, if I didn't have this, un- overarching... Um, I work with somebody right now who's really working through martyrdom. Um, has a strong belief that people won't love her if she's not doing for them. Right. And is just burnt out, but has no idea how else to receive love. Mm-hmm. Like, to her, that has been such a a backbone of her life Mm. that it's terrifying to think about getting rid of it, but it's like literally making her sick. You know, she's she's giving so much of herself that she's getting sick, and so she didn't even see that that was, to her, that's a generous quality, right? I love to be there for my family and my friends, and I love, and when something is that omnipresent, when it's such a huge, huge part of who you think you
0: are yeah it's like it, a mask of their, their identity mm-hmm. yeah
1: and so even asking to remove just the martyr aspect behind it you can keep doing as much as you want to for other people we're just asking that you remove the thought that you're not lovable without doing that right like you know and you may find that what you want to do changes mm-hmm. and that'll be natural that'll be a natural change but like this doesn't have to hinge on your love, you know, your love abilities it doesn't have to hinge on whether or not you are literally giving up yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to hear a little bit, is there anything else that you want to say about that? Or was it pretty much just uh, um, sensations?
0: It was mostly sensations. I didn't really, because I, I, sometimes I have the out-of-body type of experiences, but I didn't mm-hmm. have that this time.
1: You um, had a lot of movement, though. Did I? Your feet were going like... Crazy, They're like mm-hmm. flapping. Really, yep.
0: I didn't feel that.
1: Yeah, they were just.
0: Um, I did feel like it was really easy though to to fall into. To the hypnosis is
1: mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah, the hypnotic state. Yeah. hypnosis. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't no avoid it. I straight fell asleep just sitting here. I thought I heard <laughs> I, I'm somebody like, snoring. I'm sorry, <laughs>
2: like I just I was just sitting here and I was like, just stay awake, just just and uh, uh, my whole body just went numb and I just couldn't mm-hmm. find it anymore. And that is okay. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>
0: I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's a total possibility of somebody who might be listening back to this. Yeah, um.
2: Like you guys I, I couldn't fight it. Like yeah, there it was I was literally uh, sitting here with my fingers on my eyelids, like I was to watching. Do this. You know like I couldn't Does...
1: Now I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you feel completely asleep or could you hear me? I at one point I was completely could not hear. Okay. Because there are so many stages, like so many levels of the hypnotic state, you can be snoring and still be in a hypnotic state you can be not hearing me at all and still be in the hypnotic state mm-hmm. the reason that i know that you weren't actually sleeping is cuz when we said come back out she popped right oh, back yeah. out oh wow so she simply went like as a byproduct she went into like like huh. byproduct hypnotic state and that is that's one of the reasons i was saying like don't drive yeah. you know don't don't be operating heavy machinery not because always.
2: Yeah. I've always, always, always been very receptive to it. We used to do hypnotherapy a long time when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I I can just go down yeah. very quickly. And I didn't think I could. Mm-hmm. I never thought I was capable. I was like, this is a joke. This is never going to happen. And then I was the chick in the front seat, completely slumped over, completely out, <laughs> almost out of my chair, and got pulled up to be the example. And he forgot to undo it Oh. so after the show talking to him I started like he would say something he he trained me to go get up from my seat and give him a kiss on the cheek every mm-hmm. time he did something uh-huh. and we were standing in the hallway and he did it and I walked over and gave him a kiss on the cheek and I was just oh my god yeah what is wrong
1: with me and so what you're talking about is like hypnosis like stage hypnosis yeah right sort which of. is well, so it's, yeah. that's the term
2: for yeah. kind of manipulating people to take an action, Yeah,
0: right? yeah Like he, he needed, Teaching a trick.
2: He, needed mm-hmm. he needed to see here's a way it can be applied, uh-huh. but we were applying it to other things. Mm-hmm. So he, so yeah, no, definitely don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the TV up. Just allow it to happen. Yeah,
1: and I just think it's so cool, though. Like I love that that happened for you because. It is absolutely about entering a different, sta- a different state of consciousness, mm-hmm. and you don't have to force anything to happen. You don't have to try. Some people, after their first uh, hypnotic session, their first hypnotherapy session, are like, I don't think anything happened. It didn't work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because their first time, it may be their first time doing anything intentionally reaching that state. Yeah. You know, and So they
0: can't they can't perceive what that would even feel like at first, right? Right. They just don't know how to...
1: And they're like, well, I could still hear you. I could hear everything you said. And yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Like, that's... <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what's going to happen. That's yeah. okay. Um, and, and they need some, you know, some assurance that that's... they're still doing it correctly. Yeah. Um, but just in terms of, like, hypnotherapy in general, you know, our minds are actually built to go in and out of that hypnotic state. Um, and this is, like, a little bit of a soapbox, so I pre-apologize. Um... But uh, you know, the state of hypnosis is otherwise. guess like referred to as a healing state. We reach it when we meditate. If you get a really good massage and you kind of lose track of time. If you're ever reading a book and you realize you don't you haven't absorbed the last couple pages, you're just you're just turning them. You're like, what happened? Or if you are either watching asleep or watching asleep, watching TV and you're kind of falling asleep, but you're still aware of what's going on. If something exciting happens, you come come right back and start paying attention again. Those are all light stages of hypnosis, like we go in and out of them all day, every day. Our minds are built for this and one of the reasons that they're built for that is because in the hypnotic state, in that healing state, is when we let go of all those top layer stresses so they don't build up. When you let go of all the thoughts that are constantly crowding your mind. One of my favorite images is the mind being like one of those automatic bubble blowers. It's just <laughs> right? It's just constantly generating yeah. these thoughts. And when we're in our conscious mind, we're doing our best to address each one. And then and then they build up and we get overwhelmed, we have anxiety, we have depression, we shut down, we're neurotic, right? Like, oh they're all the by pop the bubbles. When you're in the <laughs> healing state, those bubbles are just allowed to like pass to pass by, to move on through. Um, and so the more we can let those thoughts, especially those top stress thoughts go by, um, it lets us get down to the deeper levels where maybe some of those larger obstacles or those bigger, you know, more um, troublesome beliefs can be. So, I, you know, there's so much literature about this. Like, I'm certainly not the expert, but I look back and there are people who really talk about how much... Um, getting things done faster and technology is damaging us. And at first I was like, "Huh," you know, everyone looks back at the old days. But I really did start to think a little bit about it. We used to have built-in hypnotic states in terms of like washing your dishes by hand or sitting by a fire or even kneading bread. Any of those sort of repetitive motions allow your mind to go into that light state where then you're releasing these top stress thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have this huge buildup, You know, what we do right now is we stay in a state of hyper-consciousness. We get this huge buildup, and then we try to release it somehow. Sometimes drugs, alcohol, you know, whatever it is that we need. Sometimes we try to, like, well, I have one hour to release them, so I'm going to do yoga. You know, really? uh,
0: yeah. It's um, like you have to hyper-focus just to let go and then turn it back on right again, right at the end of the that The act hour. of trying
2: to relax. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: And so one of the things that hypnotherapy does is it helps your mind almost like remember how it's built. Mm-hmm. Like it is built to be in this state of openness. Fluidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I find like that alone as like as a byproduct, you know, whatever you're coming for, whether it's like I want to stop biting my nails or I want to, you know, stop with the anxiety, you're getting this byproduct of being with your mind differently.
0: Right. Um. And so this last, the session that we just did. Mm-hmm. Could prove to be beneficial to somebody who's listening who needs to get into that state i mean obviously Haley is <laughs> a sleep mode mm-hmm, yeah. um and you're catering the whole kind of script yeah quote unquote around my energy mm-hmm. that you're feeling out in the moment yes but you're still but somebody will still benefit from that what roughly what 20 minute session it was yeah it
1: was maybe 20 25 minutes and what i also find just sort of fascinating about hypnotherapy i'm so lucky i had the best teacher um i just absolutely have so much love for this woman um and you know she really taught us quite a bit about the um it's called being artfully vague when you're addressing like your inner architect your inner wisdom that Mm -hmm. intuitive nature because our conscious mind is what wants all the facts and it wants to be very specific. Uh-huh. And we're not addressing our conscious mind. We're addressing this part of ourselves that is like infinite, endless, can reach those sources of wisdom, can tap into not only our own mind, but collective consciousness. And so we don't need to go tell it this is a ridiculous analogy, but I'm going to use it, it. Like, we don't need to tell it what to bring back to make an omelet. We just get to say, like, make an omelet. And mm-hmm. it's going to make something better than we ever could. You know, yeah. if we're like, bring back six eggs and one tablespoon. It's, then it can only work with the limitations that our conscious mind is giving it. Mm -hmm. If we instead say, hey, go do or undo all that needs to, it's going to know that with far more integrity and insight than our conscious mind does. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because like our conscious mind, the other thing that I say is like, most of us are pretty smart and we're all trying pretty hard. If we could solve these problems with our conscious mind, we would nobody would have any problems because <laughs> because we're trying to apply our conscious mind all the time like we're the logic, so
0: hard we are
1: yeah. <laughs> we, you know we just would have no problems our conscious mind would be like this is rational this is what like I know what to do yeah. um,
0: and, and then this, and then our subconscious mind puts a, puts some macaroni art up on the fridge like that's so cute it pretty, yeah. much, <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah. it
1: says unfortunately there are things that you have absolutely no awareness yeah. about and yeah. You know, we're trying to take care of them, so... Gotta love them for what they are. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that's, that, thank you very much for opening our minds yet again.
2: Thanks for letting me take a nap. Yeah. she needed a nap, apparently. No, it was, it was like, I just couldn't fight it anymore. And the second I finally gave in, it was like my whole body finally just went numb. uh uh-huh. I couldn't feel any aches or pains. And I went, yeah, yeah why am I fighting this? That's a you good know? thing.
1: It's yeah. interesting, my sister-in-law had a gallbladder attack last August, yeah. and we were in the ER together, and I did hypnotherapy with her while she was waiting to be seen. And like, we're talking, she's crying, she's mm-hmm. miserable she stopped she was like i couldn't feel any of that while you were oh, doing it and i was like nice. wow because at first i was thinking like, <laughs> like i don't know what i'm doing you know i mean i know what i'm doing but like i don't know if this will work let's just give it a shot because i've got nothing yeah. else like the morphine's going to be a while you know <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so we tried it and she kind of said the same thing like when she's in that state she was not even aware oh, that's of, fantastic yeah, yeah really fun huh yeah mm-hmm.
0: so if people want to take advantage of your services how yes. would they where would they go and how would they do it
1: so they will go to my website mm-hmm. which is www.terrapartofa.com there is an online booking system i strongly recommend that you book your consultation first because if you don't your first appointment will be your consultation anyways it is so important to me <laughs> <laughs> that i have a chance to sit and find out you know, everyone has individual needs and I really want to make sure that I know what it is that they're looking for and that it, there's a good fit with all of the techniques that um, are available. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just book that consultation. It's free consultation and um, I get so excited like to this day when I see a new consultation I get like it's Christmas oh, yeah. um, like it's not it's still not boring you know I'll see a new face pop up I'm yeah. like about <laughs> it <Yeah. laughs>
0: fresh meat right it's so yes. exciting yeah. yeah it's
1: like Christmas I love doing this okay yeah. good
0: SierraPava.com. you at mm-hmm. book your consultation
1: consultation get yourself in here it's good stuff yeah
0: get happy I feel good I feel amazing
1: you relaxed? I am very relaxed. You're relaxed? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> I wish that you could see her face right now. It is a great relaxed face. Yes. I feel like
2: I'm like got that flushed in my cheeks
0: face. You do. Rosy cheeks. Yep. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe next time or some other time we can dig into like stuff like past life regressions, maybe? Is that yes. something that you're into?
1: I do, I do past life regression. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's, so let me just be a little bit specific about how I operate with it too. Okay. Um, I don't like to do past life regression just for the sake of like, oh, it's fun, I was a mermaid, or a right. princess, or like it's interesting to know. I like to do past life regression if there's something coming up now. That mm-hmm. is causing you some sort of like, this doesn't make sense. You know, why do I have this attachment? Why do I have this habit? Why do I have this whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Because for me, the work has really got to be kind of meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's got to be a positive impact for you. Right. Um, so I, I just really enjoy it, especially when people come in with a little bit of a, a, a like a premise to operate right off of. Sure. So that can be as simple as I'm always attracted to this. Place, this country I've never been to, this thing when I fall in love, there's always this cycle. You know, there can be mm-hmm. those patterns which can so be resolved through past life regression. Awesome. Okay. Yeah.
0: Can you think of one, Haley? That you. Um, would, I can think of. Like a, something you can work five. off of? Um,
2: I recently got a diagnosis for all of my issues that have been going on, <laughs> and what I've been grappling <laughs> with is. What did I do in a past life mm-hmm. that I'm having to generate this karma? Yeah. Like that's this common like, okay, and lately I've been kind of angry like, if I have to come back here again, it better be in a good body because <laughs> God damn it. Because I feel very trapped uh-huh. in my own body. Past life regression can help so much. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So much. The other thing that I'll say about a past life regression is, like, you have to book a consultation first to even book one of those because the time is so variable. It can be between two and five hours. Wow. Depending on how far back you need to go and how many lifetimes you need to go through. You know, the fewest I've had somebody go through is three, and the most was 15. Wow. So 15 lifetimes is... It takes some doing.
0: It can also vary on how receptive the subject is. Absolutely. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but most people who come in for that are already. Uh, yeah. They're already they're ready to get what they need from it. Right. And I mean that's the other beautiful thing about the hypnotic state is I can't put you deeper than you are ready to go. Yeah. It just doesn't work, and I don't work that way. So those two things being true, is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. Like they do have to come in with some degree. Of willingness, mm-hmm. like I'm not sure what's gonna happen, but I got myself here.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so your health issues, maybe you can yeah, work on. Yeah,
2: that, that there's a few. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'd like to, you know, that I have a lot of questions as to, you know, why why am I trying to break this cycle? Mm-hmm. Because I know I know that I'm breaking a cycle in my life now, which is not having kids, which is you know, and why is that? For yeah. Me? What am I like? why do I need that this time? Um, the, the pain, the, the diagnosis crap, the feeling of having to generate a certain amount of karma and wondering why I tasked myself with it. Mm-hmm. Because I know that it was probably my choice at some point.
1: The other thing that's a, an interesting way to think of it, we call it past lives because we're used to thinking of time as a line. Mm-hmm. Um, another way that really works is to think of simultaneous life choices. Right, like we're having all these lifetimes, you know, dimensionalities
2: of having them all at the same time. Like the, I'm the same as a 15th century, yes, you know, Japanese Renaissance girl. We're all because we're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Sort of, it's not a shared soul, but it's similar. And so what's really interesting is that
1: when you change your energy now, you're changing it simultaneously across those lifetimes. So you're not cleaning up messy karma from the past. You are altering it in the present and in the future. Like if that makes sense. Totally. So, it totally so it's kind of fun to, like, we want to think of, because it's easier to think of it, like, they're kind of stacked. You know, like, there's mm-hmm. this, like, a yeah. timeline, it's real common how we think about Bunch time. Yeah, fan trees, all of that sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? But time is not what we think it is either, and I can't yeah. wait until we get there until we get that I know. I know. when's that picture going to be really Right. There, so. when are we going to finally get the controls to that one I can't wait to be alive for it that's all I can tell you Right. that'll be exciting yeah well technically won't we be alive for it yeah, absolutely right that's what I'm saying is it'll just arrive at some point but yeah. it will have also always been there so yeah. hey good times <laughs> <laughs> but yeah past lives will be fun yeah that like regressions it really just helps you get out of being so uh I think you even
2: use the word trapped. Trapped yeah. in this dimension. It's definitely mm-hmm. trapped. With This one, but for whatever reason it's con- trapped in this consciousness in this body, mm-hmm. this one's the one I'm trapped. And it's it's easy for me to get out of it when I need to. Like the hypnosis, meditation, like yeah. that is my only escape right now.
1: Okay. So let's do that. Yes. Alright. This is exciting. I know, right? It's making my whole forehead tingled just thinking about it yeah. and I'm who, beaming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, thank you very much, Siri. This is always a pleasure. Thank and so. hopefully we can get together soon again and maybe record some past life regressions yeah, with Miss Haley.
1: Fun. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah, no, thank you too. You let me do my favorite thing. Good.
0: Yeah. The rad